Hello everyone and welcome to episode 164 of the Auto Here Podcast. I'll be your host today, Patrick. And joining me today are my console co-host, Jonathan. Colt from the Mega Gaming Universe. I've finally escaped and I want to go back in. Uh, it's Wenzel. Fun. Fuck you. It's um, fuck Call of Duty Canon because there's no good goddamn reason why that should take up 200 gigs of space on my fucking hard drive. I'm sorry, I'm pissed. Uh, we, we have a big group going to today. But also, we have a first-timer joining us today. Please give a very warm AYC welcome to the to our debuting co-host, Ellie. Hello, hello. Welcome to me. Um, I am a Twitch streamer. Uh, I'm pretty bad at games, but apparently folks have fun. So, I guess that's all you really need. Um, I don't really do anything interesting. I like music. Uh, I like fun video games, and I like my friends. And I'm grateful to say that y'all are my friends. So, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for joining us today. We've been wanting to get Ellie on the podcast for a long time and we're so glad she's be able to join us today. And what a big time for us her to join us because this is probably one of the biggest uh gaming announcements of the summer and the whole summer of games. Today we'll be talking about the PlayStation Vibe reveal. And uh what we'll be doing we'll just going through basically what was revealed during the PlayStation Five trailer going through and talking about each of the games, each of the announcements, and talking about the uh, the system itself and uh, everything that comes up along the way. We hope you enjoy us on our sort of review and exploration of the PlayStation 5 reveal, and I think we should just get right into it. The first game we'll be talking about was the first announcement. It's that Grand Theft Auto V is returning to the PlayStation. It'll be coming out with an expanded and enhanced edition to be released in 2021, and uh, what are y'all thoughts about that? Let me tell you how weirdly disappointed I was watching this live. I watched this event live. So I saw that Rockstar logo and I got really, really excited. I'm thinking, whoa, we're going to get uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 DLC. We're going to get to Bully finally. That's been rumored for a year or so at this point. But no, it's just Grand Theft Auto V that's already been released twice on the PS3, <laughs> PS4, two different gens, and we're going to have it on a third one, and the only thing that's going to be new, as far as I can tell, is it's going to look prettier. That's it. I've played GTA V through at least four different times. I love it, but I, man, just let it die. Go to GTA 6, please. You know, you say that, and then last night, as we were playing Call of Duty, he's like, I'm going to go re-download GTA 5 so I can get that million dollars a month. Because <laughs> I like GTA Online. GTA Online is fun. I just, you can't have, the single player doesn't have as much replay value. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. I have to agree with Colt on that one. Uh, when I first saw that Rockstar logo, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't even expecting like a new Grand Theft Auto this early on. But my um, stupid self was like, oh, my God. Even though there's been, like, no announcements or not even a hint of it, I'm like, oh, my God, are they going to give us, like, a, a fucking Max Payne remaster? Because that would be great. But um, I I am okay with the uh, free million every month leading up to it because rack up and buy shit because shit is not cheap in Grand Theft Auto Online. That's $20 a month. Like, like $20 of digital currency doesn't really matter but i'll take it you know and yeah i literally, <laughs> I literally logged in yesterday and it was like it'll be up in 72 hours i'm like well thanks i'm almost tempted to also download it but also i would need playstation plus and i don't have it uh because me and colt share so you need playstation plus yeah it says if you have playstation yeah. plus you get a million dollars 
Oh, yeah, that's because me and Wenzel do a game share thing, and, like, we can share games and stuff, and PlayStation Plus works in a specific way, but it also cuts them off from a bunch of stupid stuff. But, yeah, I gotcha. Stinky Stinky, stuff. shitty poo-poo. Yeah. I was about to say, can I cuss while I'm in here? just wanted to make sure. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Fuck, yeah. Say, okay. all, wait, wait, wait. Say all the fuck words you want. No, 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 fuck no. Yeah. We, are, we are a Christian... Podcast. Oh, we can't. Uh, Ellie's just say like any, fuck Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> we can't say any uh, fucks, shits, damns, mm-hmm. bitches. Not even craps. Okay. Don't bring up Harry Potter. Don't bring oh, up. God. Please don't. Well, actually, if you say hell, you're grounded. <laughs> well, actually, but Harry Potter. Shit, I'm grounded. Harry Potter's kind of in hot water right now, so uh, I just True. wouldn't bring it up in general. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Fuck turfs. Fuck turfs. Fuck turfs. Roll tad to that. All right, the next game we're talking about is Spider-Man Miles Morales. That was one of the big games they opened up the conference with. And uh, it's currently slated for a 2020 release. And since the day of its release, there's been a lot of waffling back and forth, whether or not it was its own game or it's like a, a re like an enhancement or a port. And at the moment, it's looking like this is its own game and it's not a reiteration of the Spider-Man PS4 game. So what did y'all think of this news for the Spider-Man Miles Morales? Uh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love Spider-Man, baby, <laughs> and the fact that it's continuing uh, Miles' story. God, I'm my, really excited my, for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty excited about it myself. I just, but like you, I'm hearing like conflicting things because at first uh, I read an article somewhere that it's actually going to be like an expansion pack when Spider-Man... Marvel Spider-Man is on the PS5 with an updated version, which how do you update something that looks so fucking gorgeous already? Uh, trust me, like from what we from what we understand, uh, with they're they're gonna they're most likely gonna port it, of course. Uh, no, from probably no uh low time low no loading screens, so that will be like a yeah, major yeah. improvement. But uh, yeah, from from what I've read, um, it's gonna be like uh, like it says here in our doc, uh, like uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. So like, wow, it's kind of its own thing. It's still uh, kind of tied to the uh, first game. It's not Spider-Man Two, which kind of was a bummer. But even then, it's still Miles Morales, and it's gonna be like a full length thing. So how can you complain? Yeah, it, it, the only like quote a quote complaint I have, and that's not a complaint, is just just tell us what the fuck it is. <laughs> you, you know, don't be, don't you, you know, don't waffle. Just you know, just be upfront and transparent. It's like this is what this product is. Because I was shocked at first. I was like, at first I thought this was going to be technically Spider-Man Two. I was like, wow, that was that's pretty fast. Mm. It was a pretty quick turnaround for a sequel to Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, this may be like a quote-unquote test run, you know, for what they have planned for Spider-Man 2. Oh, man. Oh, it's totally uh, like something that's going to set up the next Spider-Man game. And I'm super excited to see the way Peter Parker interacts with Miles, if they do at all in this game. Because mm-hmm. we got to see how Miles actually got to there, because at the end of the... Well, this is Spider-Man spoilers, but at the end of the first game, you see Miles uh, jump on the roof, and then uh, that's where it ends. But the thing is, I want to see how he got. The thing here. is, though, how's that really? You know, if you if you saw the trailer, then you know you already know like what happens. Yeah, that's true. So, but uh, but yeah, no, the the way the game ends, it totally sets up for uh, a sequel, and um, 
Yeah, I'm really curious because since now we get to play as Miles, that means that uh, for Spider-Man 2, hopefully, it might be pretty ambitious with the fact that you might be able to play as Peter Parker's Spider-Man, but also as Miles' Spider-Man. Like, that's oh, that's pretty crazy. Like, me and my buddy Steven, who is the biggest Spider-Man fan I know, we were, we're just, like, um, fantasy booking a co-op Spider-Man game. Where you can play as both Peter Parker and Miles Morales. That, that would, would be, be so, so fucking dope. Oh my god. Yeah, that that would be that would be an incredible thing to include if they could if they could put that in Spider Man too. Ooh. Yes. Spicy. God, I just need it now. I <laughs> it's not confirmed as a launch game. I need details on if it is a launch game or not, because I, I just really want to play it. Spider Man's beautiful. Agreed. Moving on to the next, we have Gran Turismo 7, which Don't is give a fuck. one Skip. of the biggest games <laughs> of the conference. Well, we gotta say something. something. It okay. looks pretty. Okay, done. Uh, yeah, the, the stitching in those leather seats are immaculate. That speedometer, man, uh, the pixels, shit. Go so fast. I like how it says the realist or whatever um, driving simulator, like fuck. <laughs> Okay, I, I drive. It, are, are we going to actually have to shift shift gears? Like, how realistic are we talking? Because if it gets realistic. to a certain point of realism, it's going to be a fucking pain in. Am the I going to have to turn on um, the air to drive or to the heater to uh, heat up my window since there's frost? Um, <laughs> I- it, what you don't know about the PS5 controller is it has a mini uh, HVAC unit in it, and it just like blows shit at you. That would be amazing, actually. Oh yeah. Cool. Uh, do I? Will I have to be concerned if this bug is on the inside or outside of my car? <laughs> yeah, you just have to like start swapping at a. Turns out it's on my screen. Shit. Like this might just be me, but I, I am a fan of racing games, just not. Like racing or driving simulators, so bring give us burnout again, God damn it! That's what I want. Oh, fuck a good yes. burnout. Don't give it to fucking. I've said this to Wenzel in the past. I think THQ Nordic games can be mediocre. Don't give it to THQ Nordic, please. Just give God. me a good. Are they still AAA? Yeah, uh, they've been like funding remasters. THQ Nordic and, like, is their own TH, games. Uh, it's THQ as a whole isn't around, right? Yeah, uh, they doing? were bought by someone. Okay. I don't know the details. Okay. So, real quick on, on the whole remaster of, of good racing games. I don't know if anybody else played this besides me and my childhood best friend, but there was a game on the computer a million years ago called Revolt. And it was like you played as these little toy cars and they had all these different like tracks you could go on. And it was the most fun thing ever. And no one knows about it. I don't know about it. So does yeah, me. I've, I've never, never heard of that one. I'm going to find a YouTube link and show y'all because it's so fun. I'm all for racing games, but I feel like you're going to need something a little bit more like extra. Like, give me turtle shells. Give me power-ups. Give me bootstrap because, because, like, I'm just not, like, you know, a big realistic racing mm-hmm. fan. Racing game doesn't really entice me. So you're going to need something a little mm-hmm. bit more s- special and fancy to really mm-hmm. keep me playing. Like, if you're a card nut, I'm, I'm sure they'll be going gaga over this game because those cards look really good, but, like, Every car looks the same to me, so it's not really catching my eye. I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah. will fight you, Pat, saying every car looks the same to you. What the fuck? <laughs> well, That's fucked Nicole, up. Nicole, you know that disease where people have where every face looks the same? I have that, but it's for cars. 
I just Man. it's car blindness. What a terrible. Pat disease. is racist against cars. Confirmed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he has car color blindness. You go to a Walmart, but yeah, just just give me like amazing crash physics again, a la fucking burnout. Why? I'm, <laughs> do they have it to where uh, when you get a drink, it's all covered in like the soda, and then like it's also filled to the brim, so it starts leaking out into your cup holder. Realism. Hashtag realism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's what I'm saying. Like, once you get to a certain point of realism, it, it, it becomes not fun. It becomes a, annoying as fuck. Is there a part where you try to eat a hamburger and, you know, a little sploot of ketchup just drops on your crotch and then you, like, weave into traffic? Or, while you're tra- <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> the real question is, can you text and drive? <laughs> fuck. Um, Ooh. If you do that, the game just stops and undownloads itself. It, it, <laughs> yeah. it stops and call the, calls the police. Oh, wait. I don't know if that's a good... Uh, fuck the police. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> it, they, <laughs> it calls the community anti-texting uh, organization to keep you from texting while driving. There we go. Yeah, yeah, there. But on a serious note, as realistic as it is, it is the only way it's realistic is like you shift gears... Uh, your tires will slip on certain surfaces, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. And I, I've never been a big fan of games like this, so... Yeah, same. Ah, pass. But it's still very beautiful. We, yes. Mm-hmm. Like we said, it's probably one of the better-looking games, or the most out of the most realistic ones. Uh, visually, it is probably the most beautiful that they showed uh, Thursday. Mad props, props to all the people who are enjoying Gran Turismo. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, there's no release date at the moment, but a lot of people are speculating it to come out next year. So keep an eye out for that if you're interested in Gran Turismo. And moving along, we have a game that I audibly gasped for when it came across <laughs> on the review trailer. And that's Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, the latest installment in Ratchet & Clank franchise where you see the titular duo jumping across a multi-dimensional journey. But it seems, it seems to be that our uh, dynamic duo gets separated and across the dimensions, and they have to reunite at some point. So, what did we think of Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart? Is insane. In, oh, I, I know oh to like we're gonna go into like actual story stuff or stuff in the trailer, but it is so impressive how quick you went through these rifts and like the loading. There's like point milliseconds that there is of load time. You can see. It's not really load time, but there is a little awkward moment into each transition that is there, and it is insane how you can go from a huge city, uh, forest, uh, pirate ship, and then another huge city. That is just showcasing how powerful, or yeah, how powerful the PS5 is going to be at launch. Oof, and man, I, I, not only that, this game just looks fucking. Yeah. Amazing. Oh my god. Um. It made me want to go back and finally finish the one that came out, uh, when was that? 2015. 2015? Fuck. Yeah. Or 16, that's when Dark Souls 3 came uh, out. Uh, man, yeah, like, it looks, uh, it looks so gorgeous. Like, I have to assume, like Colt said, that every time you're, you're passing through the space between dimensions, that's essentially your loading time, which is kind of fucking cool, uh, really cool, um, Oh my god, it's so it's so beautiful. And also I have a theory. Uh gonna go and say it. Female Lombax uh looks absolute like I, I love her already. I love her already. And um like and also she has a hammer instead of a ratchet, so I'm gonna assume her name is Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Mallet, Mace, 
any hammer-based names you all throw into the hot pot for a girl ratchet's name? Looks like this is going to be the perfect jumping-off point for me because I've always been <clears throat> I've always been interested in Ratchet and Clank, but I've never played them. Oh. So, and after seeing this, it looks fantastic, and I can't wait to finally try it out. Oh my yeah. god, Ratchet and Clank is so good. Oh. It, it, it is, and I haven't even played uh, any of the games since the PS2 era, but I remember just being as a kid and just loving the shit out of them, especially Going Commando. Yeah, God, that game. So going, so the going Commando, that's what it was, uh, me and Colt were talking about, because uh, we're kind of, we, uh, we don't really know... Um, if this takes place right off the remake, or the, um, or if it picks up from the uh, from the other games, because uh, there were the PS3 games, which were fun. I played those as well. Um, Doctor Nefarious, that evil bastard's back. Yeah, and and I haven't even seen the gameplay of the original ones, but this definitely seemed more like classic Ratchet and Clank as far as the gameplay stuff goes. I mean, as far as I can tell, it plays the exact same way as the uh, PS4 one did, okay. or does. Uh, it looks really, really fun. I love the grenade that, like, shoots out little, like, plants, and it grows grass around the area. Yeah. It just His arsenal has always been so cool, and we've only seen tiny bits of it for this game, and... Ah! It's just one of those games. I hope it is a launch game. Please. Please. Even though they didn't show a year, I, I'm hoping that this is a launch game. Oh, man. Again, we have Project Athia, which is a game created by Square Enix with no current release date. But it seems to feature a, a woman with magical powers in a very treacherous and mystical land. While we don't have much to go on other than a cinematic trailer... I was personally pretty impressed with just like sort of the magic this and this, the scale of this of this show, and I'm definitely interested in what Square Enix pulls out with this game. Yeah, I I'm definitely intrigued by it. I'm interested to see more information about it because I, I I really like the character design, like the powers and stuff. And goddamn, and we're gonna say this about most of the games on this list. They all look fucking gorgeous. So pretty. It it does look pretty nebulous, but I think that once we have more information on it, I'm I'm probably going to be pretty down for that one. Yeah, I, it's called Project Athia, so I'm going to go ahead and assume every single thing we saw in that trailer is not going to be in the final <laughs> right. game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, the monsters look really cool, but yeah. When do we expect this game to come out? Like 2050? <laughs> nah, probably like, realistically 2025, maybe. Yeah. I just it's a Square Enix game. Yeah. I it takes their time. They take their time. Question. Will this come out before Beyond Good and Evil 2? <laughs> uh yes, Beyond Good and Evil 2 will never release. It's just a big tease. Yeah. Fuck. Day 0 development. What does that mean? Uh it's never existed. <laughs> Moving next to our next one, we have possibly one of the cutest games in the lineup. We have Stray where he plays a stray cat. And seemingly a world devoid of humans repopulated by robots in their place. Cannot tell you how excited. And it's currently scheduled for release in 2021. And holy crap, how cute is this game? <laughs> yeah, you buried the lead. It, the cat wears a backpack. It really reminded me, there's that episode of Love, Death, and Robots where um, those robots go to that planet and there's it's just yes. all cats. That's the first thing that I thought of when I saw the thing. And I was like, uh, yeah, I, I need to be a cat in this world, please. I mean, in, in our world, too, but like especially in that world. I want to be a cat. I'm, I'm down. Like, 
Dude, sleep I mean, for I'm like going to be in a, a feline day. frenzy in this game. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm going to nuzzle up against robot shins. <laughs> the ultimate simulator. Also, what's in the backpack? I do want to know what's in that backpack. He could be a mule. I don't know. What's it's in the backs? <laughs> it's a gun. With four-legged creatures in video games, they have always controlled pretty awkwardly. That's true. And that's one of my big worries is that it's going to control like the horse in Witcher 3. Mm. And if it does, that is something I am not looking forward to. Yeah. But if it can control... Uh, very well. I, I'm very interested well, into it, in it. Well, here's the thing what we need to do then, because we're so used to making bipedal, you know, creatures. Why don't we have uh, an, an actual cat design the game? I know, right? Okay. I mean, You're thinking I big. I mean... Taking diversity to the next level. <laughs> like, because it'll probably know how, you know, how to do the controls, so... Yeah, Blue uh, Twelve Studios and Annapurna, they bring in the cat consultants. They just let them let them run roost in the studio, and they have like a cat and a mocap outfit. Yes, a mocap outfit. Mocap oh. sitting for five hours. Cat. <laughs> oh man, the 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 mocap catchers the cat hissing like a little bitch, like Nova. <laughs> hey, oh. he's well. He's if we're being old. honest, that five hours was probably just the cat sleeping. Facts. Yeah. No, he had his eyes open. He was staring at you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Just plotting how he was going to kill you. What if there's like a, a portion of the game where it's, it's, it's time, like you have to complete your death before the cat just goes to sleep for 18 hours. <laughs> That'd be really fun. He, he, he just like, all right, I'm done. Bye. I'm going to sit in so many boxes. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what if the boxes are traps? Like you have to... To verse the level, but if it gets close to a box, you automatically just jump in. You can't control. That's just the cat brain taking over. Kitty cat quick time. Here we go. Moving right along, we have our next game, Returnal, which is about a astronaut trapped on an alien planet where she is caught in a death loop. Where whenever she dies, she reincarnates as she was on the planet. But the trick is, every time she reincarnates, the planet itself changes. And so what do we think of this this weird sci-fi fantasy game? Okay. House Marquee, name... I will play any fucking thing they make. First thing, stupid name. It's... The name the sucks name. ass. Oh, come on, it's a terrible oh, I'm pun. Sorry. How does it it's suck okay. ass? Come it's a terrible on. pun. I love terrible puns. They're like my bread and butter, so I'm here for it. Or portmanteau, what are you going to call it? But I love it. It's just return and eternal. You return for eternal. I mean, I, you know, you get yeah, it. But it makes I, I mean, perfect it, sense. It makes perfect sense. It, it gets right to the point. Oh, man. You're just being God. a hater. Oh, fuck <laughs> you, Jonathan. <laughs> you were just shitting on Gran Turismo. Yeah. I don't want to hear because, you. Uh, oh, fuck y'all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. bitch. Yeah, I, I believe, if, if I'm not mistaken, um, the very, it was a launch title for the PS4, Resogun. I believe it's made by the same company. They also did, what was it, Super Stardust Delta? That was a... They main they've done a lot of twin stick shooters. This one is it the same people? Yeah, I think so. Oh, oh. and that's that's what's very intriguing to me because I mean, granted, there were several different shots. Like there there was even an overhead shot that looked like it would play like a twin stick shooter. But there's also a third person shooter aspect to it, and it also came across like a third person bullet hell, which I don't know how the fuck that's gonna work. Yeah, that's gonna, gonna be gonna insane. Say, because um, when I was watching the trailer, every time the, the your player character is fighting enemies, all the enemies have like this rapid fire, like suspicious projectiles. I mean, thing like 
I've never seen it like a third person shooter bullet hole game, which is like that sounds really interesting to yeah. me. Yeah, near automata. And yeah, I was gonna uh, say yeah, it looks like it kind of plays. <laughs> Similar to me, but when it comes to the pods. and the thing is too, it's going to be procedurally generated, so like that's going to yeah. be interesting. Yeah, I'm 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 super excited for this one. Yeah. Getting yeah. strong Ripley vibes from the uh, yes the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it also it kind of sort of not exactly, but it it appears that it may have certain aspects to a game that we're going to talk about later. Won't talk about it now, but okay. Oh, uh, oh! One thing I, I was trying to place is that the actress playing the, the astronaut, she looks really familiar to me. She reminds me of, the, if anyone's seen the show Nurse Jackie, she reminds me of that actress. Nope. It's like the wife from Sopranos, right? Isn't that her? I've never watched The Sopranos. I, I think I, that's I, her, though. Yeah, I've never watched The Sopranos either. Our one, our one uh, Sopranos expert, Tanner, he's not here right now. He's probably drunk in the pool somewhere. And he'll never be here. I haven't been sober for eight hours. It's like, get on our level, boy. All right, moving right along, we have Sackboy, A Big Adventure, which we see the return of Sackboy from Little Big Planet in his own 3D adventure game, 3D platforming game. And it's scheduled to release at a tentative holiday 2020, essentially a launch title. So what do you think of the return of Sackboy, everyone? I I'm love so it. Scared. It's a Little Big Planet game. It's pretty much Little Big Planet's uh, story mode, but without the ability to create or play creative levels. But wasn't that like the and, best part of Little Big Planet though? Was creating levels? Uh it was a good part. It wasn't like when it comparing the creative aspects of that to the story, uh I f- personally I feel like it was equal cuz I really enjoyed the single players of all the Little Big Planets. So I I'm really looking forward to this just for that. I'm a little indifferent like it it's a thing. It's it's fine. I don't love it. I don't hate it. Well, like with Colt and Wenzel with Returnal, I fucking hate this title. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Is? That is fair. It's like, why not just call it like Little Big Planet? Like, you already because got that. Because it's not just Little Big Planet. When you have Little Big Planet, you're expecting the whole creative uh, aspects of the original. This one just focuses this on the This is Little Big Planet Mario Sackboy. Edition. Sackboy, one I, of the just, biggest heroes the, of our the, time. The, the Sackboy, that, that is just inviting... For all you dirty, dirty thoughts. I mean, his name's always been Sackboy. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, I'd never thought dirty I, thoughts. I haven't either. I oh, 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 that's a lie. Cause, <laughs> no, I, not really. I guess I'm just... Now, if his name was Nutsack Boy, that'd be <laughs> that'd different. That'd be different. <laughs> but oh, okay, okay. I couldn't be the only one who was like, when they saw Sackboy, was just automatically like, oh, Nutsack. No, you yeah, were. Yeah, you were, <laughs> What the fuck? Well, fuck y'all. <laughs> Having prior knowledge of Little Big Planet, I, <laughs> I wasn't nutsack God. boy. What a weirdo, well, right? No. Three, I think, was my first couch co-op game I ever played with one of my best friends. Um, so it has a, a very special place in my heart. So I'm super excited about Sack Boy. Granted, the only um, experience I have with Little Big Planet is um, if anyone had a PS3, remember when the uh, PlayStation Network went down for like two and a half weeks because of hackers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Little Big Planet, uh, I forgot which one it was, but they gave you got you got two free games. You just picked which two you wanted out of like five, I believe they offered. But um, Little Big Planet was one of them, and I got it just because I think um, one of them I know for sure I already had was Infamous, and the rest I guess I just really didn't give a shit about, but. I played it for a little while. I mean, it, 
it, it's, it's it's okay. It's a kids game. Yeah. It's a fun little kids yeah. game. <coughs> I, 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 what, from watching the trailer, I got a very big like Mario th- like three D world vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And since we're not getting a new Crash Bandicoot game, let's just make a fucking Sackboy game. <laughs> Which is weird that we haven't seen any Crash Bandicoot stuff, considering there was a merch leak the uh, other day with some new Crash designs. I don't know what happened there. What's going on? They may be saving it to announce later, because, mm-hmm. I mean, right now, like Crash isn't solely a, P- a PlayStation IP anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't get out Crash Bandicoot yet. I- just considering we have the rest of the summer to go, I feel like there's still plenty of opportunities for us to learn more about any new installment in like an old IP like Crash Bandicoot. Give me a Crash Bandicoot hey. versus Spyro game. Yes, Ooh. I would be down mm. for that. Well, speaking of kids' games, this sort of this is a game sort of gave me like a very fun kitty vibe, and that's Destruction All Stars. Was sort of like as we as I've heard someone describe it, Fortnite meets Twisted Metal, where you have a demolition derby with sort of very combative, destructive vehicles and very customizable and lively characters. What do we think of Destruction All-Stars? I thought it was made by the same people as Rocket League for the first few minutes of the trailer. It looks very fun. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to check it out. I mean, it very, it very much has that Fortnite-esque aesthetic a little bit. And I do miss me some good old Twisted Metal. And that one part where, like, a giant saw blades in the front and it just slices a car in half. Yeah. yeah. That alone. I was like, okay. you got. And it also appears that your character can exit the vehicle and attack other people yeah. as well, maybe. It looks really, really cool. Yeah. I'm really interested in it. It's just that uh, when we were watching it, it was me and Cody, uh, the stinky man. We were watching it together, and he was just like, it's forgettable. Uh, looks uh, for. I mean, Tanner was. A- he said it multiple times, and I wanted to fight him. <laughs> Tanner was the same <laughs> really way. Happened. He was like, he was like, oh, I don't like the two racing games. Like, okay, whatever. I mean, that was it, not it even a classic game. Which one to play between Gran Turismo and Destruction All Stars? I'm gonna play Destruction All Stars because that's just like madcap hyperbolic fun. It, I don't know how groundbreaking it would be, but I'm sure it's gonna be fun. I mean, you got a car with a goddamn sword in it and like luchadors and like. Kawaii robot girlfriend and like uh, box headed guy, so it's gonna be a fun game. Yeah, it breaks yeah. the yeah. ground. So, are you telling me this is combining? You don't have to choose anymore. You're combining sword arm with wheel feet. Yeah, I guess. Hashtag wheel feet. Hashtag wheel feet. Will feet, baby. Hashtag sword arm. <laughs> All right. While we're here, Ellie, we, we got to get your opinion. Oh, <laughs> Would uh, you rather have a sword arm or uh, wheels for feet? Uh, probably wheels for feet. I'm not going to yeah! Thank you. <laughs> Hashtag wheel feet. God fucking damn it. We don't have to go into it because we'll be here for an extra hour. <laughs> I wasn't even involved in that episode, but just listening to it, that was the best. God. Yeah, yeah, we will be here for another two hours. I so. even brought this up at work the other day. Oh, what what, what was sort of the split? The split? Oh, Will Feet won. Yeah. Because it makes the most sense. Yeah, but see if you Guess can get away expensive. from me if I go to your place of work with a sword arm and start cutting people's feet off. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Well, That's the thing up. is, Wenzel, we can all just wheel away. You won't be able to catch us. Got to go fast, motherfucker. <laughs> you ready to see some speed? 
I don't believe the the physics and dynamics of you having wheel feet will make you any faster than what you are now. I mean, it will if we're... Let's not do this, please. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, just think of, like, people on roller skates. They're faster than people who are just walking. It's like, you're not going to be able to clap for anybody anymore. You'll cut your other hand off, man. I mean, if we learn anything from Boogie Nights, you can have wheels on your feet at all times and every day, and you can live <laughs> just fine. Yes. Whatever. We'll see what happens when you're asleep. Please don't cut off my feet. Yeah, every, and everyone should watch Boogie Nights. It's a good movie. Right, moving right along, we have Kena, Bridge of Spirits. What's well, almost inside a spiritual uh, adventure action game where you have a mystical character trying to rejuvenate a world populated by evil spirits. And this is created by Embry Labs with a tentative release date, a holiday 2020. And this is one of my favorite games. It's just, it's just a lush, vibrant, like emotional world. You have this, this young girl who's sort of tasked with revitalizing this verdant landscape. When you have all these sort of little creatures that sort of are a reflection of the balance of the spirits in the game. And I'm very excited for this one. What did y'all think of Kingdom Bridge of Spirits? I love those little black fur balls so much. <laughs> Same. They're so I don't cute. know what they're called, but I love them. I, this is probably the game I'm out of the trailers for this I'm most excited for. Because, goddamn, this game is cute. And I was crying. You're, and, yeah. it, it Yeah. I agree. I don't remember much of the trailer. I'm sorry. It's it's like the basically you're playing a Pixar game. It's okay, like, never mind. I'm buying it day one. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. You had me Pixar. You had, you it's had like me it's there. like a mix of like Pixar and like Miyazaki. Like, of course, I'm gonna like want to fucking play this game. I don't get the second reference, but Pixar. I, I we're gonna have to fix that. <laughs> it, it it looks very fun. Uh, we've seen bare uh, very little. But I want to see more of that overworld. I want to see mm-hmm. some uh, more interactions with not just combat. I want to see just like conversations with NPCs, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty. Cool. One aspect of the game I thought was very interesting. It's it has like a sort of Pikmin vibe, where the little soot spirits, for lack of a better word, are they, they populate the world. That they're sort of at your beck and call. You can use them to attack enemies. They help sort of complete obstacles. And I think that's a real interesting game because, like, Pikmin is just a cute, lush game. And I think that really, that spiritual sort of tangent is evident in this game. And I'm also kind of interested in the in what the bad guy is because he looks like evil Groot in a way. Yeah. Right. It kind of reminds me of, um, I, I can't remember its name, but the uh, the, the main villain from uh, Over the Garden Wall. Oh, yeah, the Beast. The Beast, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like in a uh, Wendigo inspired. Yeah. Moving on to the next one was another very cute and heartfelt game. We have Goodbye Volcano High. The developers co-op is have a tenth release of 2021, and it follows a a young dinosaur named Fang as they go to high school, populated by other anthropomorphic dinosaur teenagers. It has a very narrative-driven game with a lot of emotion and heart involved. And from the looks of it, it's also very queer-centric in terms of its character design and what it, where it will go. We also have a confirmation that the main character, Fang, is played by Lotson Watson, a non-binary actor who's known for the two adventures of Sabrina. And one aspect that I thought was very interesting, because a lot of the game it involves on the player's choices, is that whenever Fang is faced with a difficult decision in the game, the haptic response in the 
PlayStation Five controller will feedback, so to, so you get a, like a, a real sense of tension when this is a very emotionally impactful moment. And I, I was really sort of struck because it does sort of harken to like a lot of art and I guess sort of like design that a lot of young artists use uh, right now. And I'm very interested in sort of uh, what the game is because it seems like it's a it will be like a real heartrending game because what I've read it's like coming of age at at the end of an era. And sort of like you know, you think about the dinosaurs; they were wiped out by a meteor. So you have all these characters trying to make a decision about what they want to do in life, but coupled with the feeling that they won't ever get to grow up because possibly the end of the world is near. So I'm very interested in this game. What did y'all think of that? I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been holding my breath waiting for you to stop. And I am, oh my god, when I, like, as soon as it came up, I was like, oh my god, I love it already. I love the art so much. It looks so emotional. Fang is non-binary. That's so freaking cool. Oh my god. It just looks so emotional. I'm so ready to cry. I want to get, I want to play it now so I can get my emotions out of the way. Oh my god. It looks, I just love the designs of everybody. Fang just looks, I don't know, like, she just looks so, like, badass. Like, she's like some kind of, like, uh, pterosaur pterodon you know flying dinosaur and like she just looks very punk i love it i love that they have a band and like you said it like you know is it gonna be like they won't be able to grow up because they're all about to die or is it like is it you know is it like in this world it's just like you know it's like a, a metaphorical thing where you know they're they're out of high school now so you know it, like you said, it's a coming of age, so they got to put the past or the high school memories and everything behind them so they can move forward. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I want to play it so bad. It looks so good. <laughs> and the music, I love the music. The, just that little song that we got in there. Ugh. For me, I think it looks really good. I I want to be more excited for it, but I personally I can't. Mainly because we haven't seen any gameplay at all. It was a beautifully animated trailer. It looks so pretty. The art style is beautiful. But I want to see what gameplay looks like before I actually get excited for it. Because it, it, to me, it looks like it could be a good show. Uh, but that's really it for me with my feelings on it. All right. Uh, next on the docket, we have Oddworld Soulstorm, the latest in the Oddworld series, which is a cult classic series about a alien trying to free his uh, fellow species from enslavement. Which, this was a big surprise for me because our world is, is a, it's a very well-known series, but we haven't had really an installment since, what, Stranger's right. Wrath in the early 2000s. For them, so for them to return and the PlayStation 5 with a intended release date of later this year, I was very surprised by. So any sort of uh, feelings for our world Soulstorm? I don't know shit about Oddworld. I've played probably one or two games, and every time I tried to play them, I did not like the way it controlled, so I dropped them immediately. That's pretty much my experience with it. I think this game looks really f cool. I like how like serious and like uh, dangerous everything looks, but uh, I just don't have much experience with Oddworld to really see if this is something amazing that's happening with the... Uh, characters or not I, I mean the story seems very intense just from that trailer you know um but like Cole, i don't i don't have much experience with it i tried to play one of them um because i think it was on like ps plus and um i just couldn't get into it i want to try it i want to try this though you know 
Yeah, I, I played the original back in the day on the PS1. Never beat it. It was a pretty difficult game. I'm kind of a dumbass when it comes to most puzzle games. So um, <clears throat> I'll probably check this one out. Um, by the looking at the trailer, it looks like I'm probably going to be just as frustrated as I was when I was a child. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I feel you <laughs> on that. Ellie, have you had any experience with the Oddworld series? Not at all. I've not even heard of it before. From my understanding of the Oddworld series, it's like canon and the others that entered it. It's like a puzzle platforming game where mm. you play an Abe, the sort of the, the, the lead protagonist in the Oddworld series, who's leading his uh, fellow members from captivity. It's that it, it plays a lot like Lemmings. You have to get as many as your uh, members to the end of the level as you can. Mm. Of course, there's, there's like obstacles like pitfalls and traps and <clears throat> things are actively... Uh, attacking your or actually setting the path of your pr- progress mm. so you so maybe you you free or you start with a level with so many with so many uh individuals so you basically try to get as many as you can to the end of the level so in one way that is sort of has it's like the tension of oh you have to save all your people but also it has like this thing of like oh it's kind of scary because you're responsible for, for the the for freedom and safety of all these people who are led in captivity and would you like to know why all these aliens are trapped in this sort of slavery? <laughs> why? why? Why are they trapped? Because apparently the alien overlords that have Abe's uh, a species in bondage is that they use their bones to make soda. Well, there's... Oh, yeah. I do remember that from the ones I've played. I was about to say, so, I'm, I'm... It's a very quirky uh, series. I was a big fan of Our World Stranger's Wrath. While I haven't had much experience with the game outside of that sort of 3D action, excuse me, third-person action shooter game, uh, there, there's always been a, a like a charm to the series that's always sort of entranced me from the outside. So I'll, mm-hmm. if I don't play this game, I'm definitely interested to see how it plays. Was the bones in the soda, was that the the main um, plot of Stranger's Wrath? No, Stranger's Wrath was, was a part of the Our World series, but it's more like... He's a bounty hunter, and he's trying to use the money from his bounties to acquire a, a like a surgery, like a life-saving surgery for himself. And that's what was unique about that gaming. It's a shooter, and that he has a wrist-mounted crossbow that you can load with different living ammunition, like bees for like you know piercing damage. You have all these little press balls that ravage the enemy just by mm-hmm. up and down. So. That's one of the quirks of the series that I really enjoy. It's just like naming ammunition. So, our world has had, like I said, a long standing cult following, which is just this very character driven and unique uh, presentations. Like I said, I think it's going to have a lot of character and charm, but how it plays is definitely um, depending on what your sort of preference for sort of more outside the box gameplay. Mm-hmm. So, moving later along, we have Ghostwire Tokyo. We saw this at last year's E3. We get an, an enhanced uh, trailer this time. It's created by Tango Gameworks and in coordination with Bethesda, and it's tentative release for 2021. What do you think of this? It looks so cool. It looks really, really good. I, I really enjoy it. Uh, I want to see more enemies. I think that the ones we've seen so far look really neat. Uh, but I just want to see some, uh, like, Wenzel was telling me last night about how, like, he wanted more variety, and I thought about it, and I agree that we could, it, it'd be nice to see more variety. In yeah, that's, um, 
I was very disappointed when I saw this trailer, to be honest, um, because the hype up for it was pretty, you know, with the teaser that we got, I was like, oh man, this looks so cool, just from like also its premise, but then we got this trailer, and it's like, there wasn't really much um, enemy, there weren't many enemies, it was mostly just these faceless creatures um there was the girls i think the school girls missing heads and then there was this one enemy that was in a raincoat that would summon them and that's it and then like the just the um the textures of the um of the landscape and the, the everything um it was just it was kind of you know desolate and like there wasn't really much to it um it just looked very alpha in my opinion um yeah, I can definitely see that. It did look a little rough. I was a little worried when we panned and saw the guy at the top of the roof. It did look a little rough, but I can look past that stuff as long as the gameplay's fun. Mm-hmm. And the gameplay looked pretty good with the uh, little Naruto hand signs. I know those are actual hand signs, but it's Naruto for me <laughs> uh, that he's summoning fireballs and all that cool stuff. I I thought that seemed really fun. Yeah, the the gameplay looked cool, but... um. You know, um, everything else needs to be worked on. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm excited for it. Not, uh, definitely not as much as that uh, rev- that teaser from last year because that that was hype as fuck. But uh, I don't know, just similar to what you guys are saying. It's, yeah. um, it looks a little rough, um, but I mean, it, it see, it's set to come out what 2021. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. they got some time got to time. work on that. And and, and and honestly, like if it's going to take a while, that I could see them probably delaying it. So, just as long as it they work on it enough to where it's good. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. No. There we go. We got Jonathan's signature <laughs> cough. Yeah, he just can't stop coughing. I hope he's okay. It's something of a running Johnny joke at this point is that Jonathan uh, coughs his head off, but only during recording. But this, this is for Ellie and any new listeners as well. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help it. He says that. Moving right along, we have Jet the Far Shore, which is a indie game from Super Brothers and Pine Sensei with a tentative release date of holiday 2020. And it's a very atmospheric space exploration game. What do we think of this one? I was really interested in it. I know it's definitely a game. That's not for everyone. It reminds me of uh, Journey, and uh, I f- uh, just slow atmospheric games like Journey, and I really love those kinds of games. So this game's definitely for me. Uh, also because uh, it includes space travel, I'm totally into that, and the fact that you're trying to find a new planet to inhabit. Count me in for this. I'm really interested. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I loved I loved Journey and. Um anything that's got that same kind of vibe it's just one of those ones that i can totally totally see myself really enjoying uh i think colt was the one who told me that cody was complaining about all these uh, quote extra uh existentialism games and i'm like give him more give more like i love this you know like what why does he have a problem he just said i'm tired of all these and i just I just it replied, I am not. They are for me. Let me have also, this. Like, there hasn't really been that many? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, there like, hasn't like, been that many, so... And, and also, also, he hasn't really played any. And, so, like, what, what oh, is no. there for him to be tired well, actually, about? actually, no, he's... Sorry, I'm really shitting on Cody right now. He's played Minecraft, okay? <laughs> 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 With the music, God that's existentialism, damn. okay? 
Yeah, he, he's tired of having to flush the commode. That's probably a big thing for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he doesn't know how to flush the damn. You know, we can say whatever we want. He's not on. He's not here anymore. So, yeah, yeah piece of shit, motherfucker. Oh God, I'm so sorry. Fucking bitch, baby. <laughs> God yeah, damn, we, he's we, my we, brother. I'm giving permission. Do it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to shit on Cody, even though he works really hard for us behind the scenes. But we're gonna just like you know, post that. That sleeping bear just a little bit. I mean, we have. Yeah. I am very thankful for the things he does. For yeah. Us. Oh yeah. No, I mean, like it's does. it's all I, in good fun. I love him, but man, clean up after. He, himself, I mean, he man. bought yeah, us these well, mics, so you know, very thankful. Kind of a piece of shit. Though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's super awesome, but it's fun to shit on him occasionally. Yeah. You know what? Let, you know what? Let's break. Let's break quarantine. And go kick his ass. How about that? <laughs> you know what? Let's. I'm not do party it. to this. No. <laughs> uh, me either. <laughs> Uh, By the way, Lucas is here and he says hello. Hey, Hey. Luke. Hey! I got really scared because my dog's name is Lucas and he (laughs) just barked. And I was like, "Uh, how does she. I I didn't know if he picked up or not. And I was like, how does she know Luke's name? (laughs) No, I managed to hear the door open. I didn't scream this time. And the next game we'll be talking about is uh, Godfall, which seems to be a. Like an action adventure game from uh, Counterplay Games with attended release date of December 2020. We saw this last year with a new trailer this year, and this seems to be like a very big, expansive, very action-heavy game. I'm personally excited for. What did y'all think about Godfall? Ready. I am so ready. ready for it. Ready. Like the more gameplay I see, the more I just really, really want to play it. That. I, I think it has multiplayer or co-op, and I'm really, Ooh. really wanting to get Damn, in on that with Wendell. Isn't this basically yeah. just a, I can't call it a looter shooter, a looter slasher? Is that what we're <laughs> I calling think it? so. I think. Um, I'm down for that. As long as it doesn't have like rock, paper, scissors gameplay, I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. What's rock, play, paper, or scissors gameplay? Like For Honor. Oh, oh fuck, fuck no! no. Fuck that. I hate that. <laughs> exactly. No, it doesn't no. look like. No, it's not that. Absolver, I guess I can throw that in too. Uh, yeah, I hate that. No Not things. a fan. Man, uh, uh, I remember it was... The, 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 give me button mashing or give me death. <laughs> exactly. The, uh, the design of the characters in the world are really cool. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're insanely detailed and in, like the, all the different suits of armors uh, for each specific <laughs> character class is very, very pretty. Very oh, I'm sorry. Detailed. I just had like an image of Wenzel falling with... <laughs> I, that, oh, that was me. Oh, I never been sorry. Wow. Um, that was a very Winslow sounding. Uh. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> well, Winslow did have one episode where he had hiccups the entire time really this year. Jesus. God, that was a that was a nightmare. I remember, was it last year or maybe early this year, there was a Godfall uh, GIF uh, gameplay leaked? Um, yeah, it leaked through a... Like twenty by twenty pixel yeah. GIF. It wasn't twenty by twenty. It was a very very and then tiny those, GIF, and it looked pretty. Yeah, cool. but those, and then and that ended up being in the gameplay. Like, oh, whew, it looks so fucking meaty, so, like super hardcore. Oh, pumped, pumped. Yeah, get, put it in my hands, please. <laughs> right but now, I feel like this is definitely a launch game. Oh yeah, I yeah. Can't see it not being. Uh, moving along to one of my favorite games of the entire reveal, and that Solar Ash. Which, which is a game by Heart Machine and Annapurna, released in, tentatively in 2021. It is a stylistic exploration game where he plays an android 
uh, traversing a cosmos that it does not belong to. And to me, this is just like an absolutely gorgeous, beautiful game. I love the colors. I love the aesthetic. I love sort of the sci-fi traveling aspect. When I saw like the robot diving into like the event horizon of a black hole, I just gasped at how beautiful it was. And Ellie, when I saw this game, I immediately thought of you. So what did you think of Solar Ash? Absolutely beautiful. I'm currently being attacked by a shirt, Um, but it's it's absolutely beautiful. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. it also gives me journey vibes in a way like or yeah 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 um with just like the bigger things that you kind of interact with a little bit it kind of reminds me of those statues you see in gris um but the color palette's beautiful anything talking about the void i'm here for it looks really cool yeah i'm really interested in this it looks very pretty it looks like a game that uh looks it's very pretty, but if you start to play it, you'll probably cry. Yeah. I feel like that would probably that's be the my case. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that's my favorite, too. I love that. Yeah. Uh, it's made by the same, same people who made uh, Hyperlight Drifter, and I haven't played that, but now I need oh, to play it. Yeah. yeah, same here. I've been wanting to play that. They say that game is really fun. Yeah, it's. Um, I remember it was made by um, by a guy who was uh, who was very sick, I remember. So that kind of like... Uh, made me even want to play it more. You know, a lot of passion was put into it. Um, yeah. Something I also shared with Colt about this game was that it's... Uh, and there's an artist I follow on Instagram. His name is Cosimo Galuzzi. Um, he uh, he actually worked on uh, on the game. And I, when I looked at his art and then looked at the game, I was like, yeah, it makes total fucking sense. Um, That's cool. His, That's awesome. Yeah, his art is super 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 cool it's like really good if anybody has a chance go follow him on instagram kazimo galuzzi um man the the giant white lady as soon like okay as soon as i saw the giant black hole i was like i'm in but then as soon as i saw the giant white lady who was like you should be afraid or you should be i was like yes please uh i need it now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, something I wanted to say when uh, we were all watching this as a family uh, the other day uh, when Liz saw the trailer for Solar Ash she immediately thought of you when she said the art style reminded of something uh, that you would draw for your art oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> I mean to be honest I uh, just from him I, I take a lot of inspiration from him he does a lot of good work so uh, Solar Ash is a very artistically uh, invigorating game we'll definitely be keeping an eye on this one but moving along to our next game, we have Hitman 3, the third in the sort of soft reboot of the Hitman series. This was created by IO Interactive with a tentative release say, 2021. So what do we think about this one? My first thought was, when the fuck did Hitman 2 come out? Because I have not been keeping track at all. Uh, I think it came out uh, twenty sometime in last year. Because uh, I hate the way Hitman games play. I am not very good at stealth games. Yeah. I'm always the, all right, I'm going to be stealthy for the first half of this, but I'm going to shoot someone in the head, and then everything's going to go to shit. Well, so. from from what little that I've played of the the latest Hitman games, um, it seems like the, I guess, for lack of a better word, like the, the security, like you can get spotted really fucking mm-hmm. easy in this game. you got to be super sneaky in these new Hitman games. Yeah, and there's so many tiny, like tiny things that you had to make sure you're wearing the right outfit. You're not having uh, a dangerous weapon in your hand or something that could be perceived as a weapon. It's very, um, 
confusing and kind of just hard. But uh, my brain is tiny yeah. and I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with I'm with Cole on this one. I I mean, they're cool. They're just I'm I guess I would be a terrible hitman. But I w- <laughs> I will say um and I completely forgot about it until I saw Hitman 3 here on the screen, but do you remember a couple of years ago it may have been I don't know if it was the the first one or the second one in this new trilogy, but they did a poll where you pick between these two actors. I forgot the one actor, one of the actors, but the other actor was Gary Busey. And whichever one won the mission, they would be put in a mission as the target. So Gary Busey won, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> oh, no. So I have to, I'm going to have to look this up on YouTube because I've never played it, but apparently there is a mission in one of the Hitman games where you are hunting Gary That's Busey. Beautiful. I don't what did Gary, Gary Busey, Busey do to everyone to make us shit on it? Like, can I just download that one level? Because I'd be okay with that. It's like, I'll never forget, Pat, I believe it was you that said this. Like, Gary Busey, uh, the man who was born teeth oh, first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I hate I couldn't remember the other actor's name. I think it was the guy who played the main bad guy in Pineapple Express. I don't know his fucking name. Oh, but fuck. But he was the other option. But they showed a, a video, Sunday. and the winner is Gary Busey. He's just like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and moving right along, we have our next game. We have Little Devil Inside with the independent game from Neo Stream Interactive. No current release date at this time, but it seems to be a sort of Victorian uh, aesthetic action-adventure game where you play a young man traversing a landscape full of monsters and horrors. And what do we think about this one? This one? Yeah, Very cute. it's super cute. I liked the fact that the the scenery looked pretty realistic, but then you have like the goofy characters and like the kind of silly looking action style. I liked that juxtaposition, but it just looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, it looks so fun. I want to see more of the running from a sandstorm yes. on a weird piggy <laughs> thing, please. Oh, man. I'm forgetting more of these trailers and I'm remembering the trailer was it was it was honestly just a, it was just fun I like I liked it because like you had this guy was risking his life and skin uh to kill monsters and then you have this old man who I guess he brings the monsters to and he's just uh at some point he was just shitting in a toilet <laughs> yeah. and it was really it was fun timed, timed very well uh, but the music yeah. mostly the music in the whole thing is is fantastically done I loved I loved the Schmeet sign that they had yes yeah Schmeet yes. Oh, uh, the main I, I just looked it up. The main villain of Pineapple Express was Gary Cole. So I, I uh, so it was the Battle of the Garys. Yeah, pretty much. Apparently. Cool. <laughs> uh, like I said, this is one of my favorite. Uh, like I said, it's in the game. It's it's very. It, it has a very indie style. It reminds me a lot of the um, of Monsters and Men uh, music videos from the early 2010s. That's a big vibe I got. You have this like this young man in like this very like overcast, cloudy world full of monsters. I was a big fan of it. I'm also interested in sort of the the smaller moments they had in the trailer, sort of like your survival. Mm-hmm. Like it has the main character bandaging wounds and uh, sleeping, the rainfall, sleeping, getting out of the rainfall by hiding in yeah, caves, like sitting on that grassy and, knoll too. Yes, yeah. and uh, the the scene that closed the trailer. It's this very uh, Quixote-esque moment where he has this old knight on piggyback up a uh, snowy mountain, 
and he, they, they both face down a dragon together. I'm, I'm interested in what that aspect of the game is like. Uh, something I was going to say, uh, it just hit me. This game kind of reminds me of a mix between, like, the style reminds me of Little Inferno. I don't know if anybody knows that, remembers that game. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I know what game you're talking and, about. And uh, Don't Starve. Yes, I just started playing Don't yeah. Starve. I haven't played it. I, I want to, though. It looks it's fun. It's fun, but it's also frustrating because I feel like I just got dropped in the middle of, of the game, and I, I don't know what to do. Again, we've, just, we've established I'm not very good at games, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and it's a really cool style. And we have uh, the next game was NBA uh, 2K21, uh, basketball, sports game. Anybody have anything to say about this one? Oh, I have a prepare for 45 one. minutes, All baby. Right, uh, get, here, let me pull up my notes. <laughs> I love uh, when Michael Jordan hit the slam dunk. It's pretty Michael cool. Michael Jordan wasn't even in there. Well, I, I mean, most was, of these games have legacy teams, so. You think I know anything about modern-day basketball? I only know what <laughs> anything about basketball from Space Jam. Okay. That's all you need to I know. haven't even seen Space Jam. <laughs> Here's All the I know thing. is, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Ken. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm going to be a minute. You might want to go ahead. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to say something stupid. Uh, Cole, you're the only person I go to for all of my basketball news. Okay. Oh, no. You might want to go somewhere else. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's, um, it's good to see that, you know, 2K Sports, you know, can keep their, their sports ball games working properly, yet... Mm. WWE 2K20 is a flaming fucking turd. <laughs> now, all right, I'm, I'm with you, Cam. Okay, listen, like, um, I know I've mentioned this a few times on the podcast. I, I'm a wrestling fan. I love wrestling games. Now, we all know Ukes, the, the people who pretty much developed WWE games all the way back from the first SmackDown games on the PlayStation 1, they said, deuces, we're out. So, yes, I understand that 2K had to play catch-up because these games also, like NBA, come out yearly. God damn it, I keep hitting this thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, okay, um, all right, I have a right to bitch because I did buy this game, the Holy Shit Edition, the Deluxe Edition, just because it was under $20. They are literally trying to give this game away because it's so bad. My main gripe, you've had the same control scheme for the past, like, five to six years. And for some goddamn reason, 2K decides to switch the fucking mechanics up in this game? The worst one in the series ever? I don't... It, it has its moments. I'm enjoying the silliness of it because they got, like, wrestlers in, like, fucking Mad Max and, like, horror costumes and shit like that. That's fun. Uh, people shit on that. That's actually fun. But it, the, the control scheme is bad. I, I don't understand why... You know what? Props 2K. Take the year off on WWE. Give us a good one next year, please. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, uh, hey, Cannon, I'm with you 100%. I don't know shit about wrestling, but I do like to watch YouTubers that will play wrestling games. So I've seen all this 2020 bullshit, and I would just like to have a game that doesn't look and run like complete ass. That, that's the thing. It's like all the characters got a fucking like, downgrade. Like... They, they look all weird, and I'm, I will say this. I will say this. The game has not crashed on me yet. I've played it for a few hours. It hasn't crashed on me yet. Haven't had any, like, game-breaking glitches or whatnot, but uh, it's very disappointed as a wrestling game fan yeah. that this is what we're playing now. That 
I'm, I'll just say I'm super glad. That's why I cannot wait for this new generation because there are so many other wrestling games in development right now that aren't WWE, and I'm pretty stoked. I Hell cannot yeah. wait. Look up uh, Segway. Wasn't involved in the show. Look up the game. Uh, it's called Virtual Basement, and there's going to be actual professional wrestlers in here. They've released some of the models, and some of these models are blowing like 2K models out of the water. Oh, well. Like, they look amazing. But, yeah. I mean, we're shit talking sort of like NBA and like all these like sports games. But I I will say, I have a cousin who he plays basketball. He's really into these games. And so I'll play play them with him sometimes. They're they're actually pretty fun for what they are. I'll play like, like horse. Or, <laughs> or, or pig uh, or um, I've played like we like PlayStation. We got a, an NBA game for free like a couple of years ago. I I tried it. I mean, yeah. I, I I I'm just not a sport like. Literally, the only sport that I watch isn't a real sport. So there. Um. Yeah. I I tried to play one. Uh. Didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was. I got confused. The controls are weird. Um. Yeah. yeah every- the controls are weird for any sports game, whether it be like NBA or any, any of the uh, EA NFL games or whatever. I, and you know what's funny too is that uh the same like the same person who tried to teach me how to play like they could play like pretty damn good but then as soon as i try to teach him how to play call of duty super confused does not understand and i'm like art right trigger is just shoot your gun <laughs> come on man you got this um uh but um i mean the you know the sweat on the guy look cool i guess oh yeah <laughs> the sweat like, graphics yeah. on point but I, if w if fucking wwe 2k22 when it comes out looks like that well, sign me up um i will say every Every uh, person who was an athlete in high school or who was in just high school in general creamed their jeans when they saw this. So, Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. The sweat. And moving along to another end of the game, we have Bug Snacks, tentatively yeah. released for holiday 2020, which follows you uh, exploring a island full of animals, or excuse me, specifically insects that are based off different varieties of food. And it seems whenever you consume one of these animals, that food is then incorporated into your body. What do we think of bug snacks? Bug snacks. Strawberry. Bug snacks. Strawberry. Strawberry. Snacks. Burger. Burger. Bug snacks. It looks so, so cool and very, very fun. Bug snacks. I love it so much. KKB, baby. It was us. The song in the trailer was a Caro Caro Bonito song. And I think it was made just for the bug game. Bug snacks. That's all I remember from the song, Bucks Next. Didn't the people who did Octodad make this game? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> hey, Octodad, I hate playing it because it's not very fun to play, but it's fun to watch. Oh, yeah. If someone's good at it, yeah. I, I'll watch them play it. But uh, I, this game, is de- it can't control like Octodad. It just can't because if it does, I will cry on camera. <laughs> Uh, not just shitting on Octodad or anything. I mean, I I've never played it. I've seen it. It's just not for me. I don't I don't really think this game is either. Bugs strawberry hands. <laughs> All right, here we go. Sword arm or strawberry hands? <laughs> oh, <laughs> strawberry um, hands every day. I would say curly fry arm. I mean, do what? we wheel do feet? We, but they're burgers instead oh of wheels. Wait, if we have strawberry hands, <laughs> if we eat them, uh, uh, like, do they grow a- back? After like the first hour, they're just mush. I'm with Wenzel. Do the strawberry hands grow back? If they regenerate, hey, endless snacks. I'm here for that, though. Do they? Do though? they? That's my question. You have to... Wait, here's the thing. If you eat the thing and it becomes your hand, 
if you keep eating your hand, is it your hand's a strawberry? Do you just keep popping up strawberry hand? Kidding? Yeah, that's what we're trying to figure out. Cannon, you brought this up. You, we're asking you. If, Wait, what? What are we asking? You said. You <laughs> said. Does the, the strawberry hands grow back after you eat them? I mean, they have to, right? Yes. No, no. You said okay. strawberry hand or sword arm. That's what we're asking. Oh, strawberry arm. Or, or hear me out, guys. <laughs> hear me out, hear me out, hear me I'm out. I'm starving. Por que no los dos? Swordberry? Why not I both? I don't know if I'd want both. I mean, it would just make it a lot easier. A strawberry. Oh, my God. Okay. You eat one one arm is a sword. The other arm, you know, yeah. pops up. You can make your own kebab. Oh, man. Just imagine giant slices of strawberry. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I really like strawberries, but I'm deathly allergic. So okay. I, would, I would not have what to about take like, right, strawberry. I'm, I'm talking like my sword arm's going to have like a fucking quesadilla, a McRib. Think about a the goddamn, seeds. A the goddamn seeds. rice bowl from Central Mesa. Yeah. I don't know how a whole rice bowl would stay on the sword, but that's not the Make point. Make it into attachment. It's fine. We'll figure it out. What about the seeds fucking. of the strawberry? Those are going to be huge. Holy shit. What if, can I, can I do? Oh, what if you can plant strawberry hands? What the fuck that, are you talking that, about, Jonathan? What happens That's if insane. you eat ass in Jonathan. this game? So, no, you, you, you plant yourself <laughs> limbs, so whenever you get through eating them, ass you, hands! Uh, just pick a new one and put it back on. I'm confused. Can I, can I have a, a mace made out of a mango? That's what I want. Oh, yee. That would be cool. Uh, question. Uh, which fruit would make the best weapon? Pineapple. 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 Mm. Oh, Coconut. Or coconut. Coconut, yeah. yeah. It depends on, like, Dumb, if you yeah. want to wear them down gently. I mean, like, like, over time, or if you want to, like, bonk them over the head immediately. Because if it's pineapple, you can, like, you know, rub pineapple juice in an open wound, and that's just going to hurt. An, un- an unripened there avocado. You go. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yep. Just like a goddamn baseball. <laughs> but, the thing is, but the thing is, though, with the, with the avocado, um, there's so many knife injuries from just cutting open avocados, you wouldn't even have to, like... You would just literally have to put it down and be like, cut it open. Bam. Boom. There you go. That's terrifying. I cut open avocados at work every day. Well, then you're used yeah, to it. Were... Got... I haven't gotten nicked yet. Yeah, there was like a statistic that came out like a year ago or so. Like there were a lot of knife injuries from people cutting oh, avocados. I can, I can definitely see why. I've sliced into a couple where the pit was just yeah. nothing. <laughs> Fuck. Just went straight through. That's, that's, where the, that's where the job gets a little scary. A little, a little sketch, if I do say so myself. But Buck Snacks looks awesome, and I can't wait. Yeah, I want to play it. It bad. looks scary at the end too. Oh yeah, with the little uh, food monster. Moving to a, a very another uh, another interesting, scary, and very anticipated game, we have the PS5 remake remaster of Demon Souls. Yeah. Demon Souls. There's no release date yet, but I feel like this is a very impressive overhaul of the Demon Soul game. What do we think of this one? It looks it's fucking awesome. It looks amazing. If you've seen gameplay of the original Demon Souls, it looks like ass. I don't care who you are, but my atmosphere. No, okay. it looks okay. ugly. It looks like okay. Here's air. what Cole's talking about. There, ever when this tra- <laughs> when this trailer was released, there was a lot of complaints from uh, anybody who's played Demon Souls. Is that like this game is uh, took away from its from the um, the uh, the Every, all the details and stuff and what we've seen takes away from the atmosphere of the original. And, and I can understand that because if you played the original, you know that like everything kind of has this like sickly green look to it. Like a lot of, a lo- it looks, you know, a lot of despair, a lot of dying. It looks like doo-doo well, air. Well, okay. 
Um, <laughs> Isn't doo doo air just a fart? <laughs> Pretty much, you are going through farts. But the, but the, the whole thing game. is, though. But the thing is, it. I mean, they're right, though. Like, it had this sickly green color to it, and that really added to the atmosphere of it, which was like the world is fucking dying, and like it's kind of scary. And with this, it's um, it doesn't have that. But to be honest, I would take this over that any day because it's just like they've added more stuff to it, like um, like the Tower Knight. Um, if you look closely, there's rust on its armor. There's vines and the nature taking over the um, the boss room and stuff. So, like, while we may have lost that, I think we've gained um, some, like, details and environmental... Like, comparing this game to even FromSoft games in general, because this used to be a FromSoft game, but now it's a Bluepoint game, there is way more details in this game like compared to like a normal FromSoft game. But that could be just because we are jumping from a console generation PS4 to the PS4. Yeah, because people people talk about how like the style of uh the original Demon Souls is not in this. It's not as stylistic, but I mean, I don't I don't see that. It's still it still very much holds that that stylistic charm. I mean, you can like can you really make a fucking how realistic can you make a giant flying manta ray <laughs> other than that you make it look like a manta ray and it has decaying skin and it's like a eldritch being um oh my god and the thing is too is like um people are worried that like the the uh, i say people um i watched uh vadi vidya's video about it recently he does a lot of souls um related content that's kind of his niche and he's really fucking good at it and one thing he talked about is that the that maybe this brings in a new type of um controls and how it's in uh gameplay and stuff and i'm like it better because <laughs> i remember playing the original being so fucking frustrated like and i mean yeah that might that might add to the charm but like it wasn't a frustrated like it was challenging it just felt kind of stupid i just it was very clunky and the controls were broken where you accidentally roll off a cliff uh, when you press circle when you're in the main menu it- uh, you could control your character and the menu at the same time. It was buggy. That sounds really odd. And it, 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 it was. It was FromSoft's first attempt at uh, making a game like it. So I give it a pass on that because in Dark Souls 1, they perfected it and they just used that from there. Yeah, yeah there, there, there's a reason everyone remembers Dark Souls and not Demon Souls. But like, And also, too, like Demon Souls came out in, like, what, 2005, 2006? 2009. Like oh, no. 2009. Oh well, I thought that was when Dark Souls One came out. No, Dark Souls One came no, out two thousand eleven. Yeah. Oh well, I, I'm 12? stupid. Never mind. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was in. Uh, or maybe it was. Two, no, Real it might have been two thousand twelve. I I was in seventh grade. Um. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Now I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Um. I've I've uh, only just recently started playing Dark Souls. I've never played Demon Souls. Um. So I when. Lucas and I watched the trailer for it. He was like, this probably isn't going to mean a lot to you, but he was like super, super excited about it. And so like last night I went back through and I watched some comparisons between the two and then watched some of the original Demon Souls footage and it, it looks incredible. And I'm, I'm super excited to, to see him play it. Cause I know he's going to play it. <laughs> so I'm super excited. Yeah. Oh my God. It looks, it just looks so good. And like, it makes me so excited cause I was telling Colt this, like, you know, it's, it's done like it's been changed graphically and hopefully the gameplay is different as well like they they change it i mean that's why you know dark souls and from then on are really really good is because 
they you know they did it it was really fun to play and like with this it's like it's this is going to be a demon souls for a whole new generation of not only consoles but of players too so like they have to fix that stuff you can't just it can't just be the same thing or it just can't be like it just can't be a fucking remaster like come on uh People that have played, like, uh, all of Dark Souls and Bloodborne, if they play this, they will be extremely disappointed if it plays anything like the original Demon Souls. Because it's just, it's so different. And, I mean, like, and I remember before Dark Souls came out, uh, when I first heard of Dark Souls, I was like, oh, man, I gotta play Demon Souls because I want to see what that's like. Playing it, and I just remember being so fucking angry. <laughs> and then playing Dark Souls, and I could act, and I could actually get into Dark Souls a lot better than Demon Souls. And it was just, it's so much, it was just so nice. Like, oh, man. And then seeing this, I was screaming because <laughs> as soon as I saw that body floating in the air, I was like, oh, my God, it's fucking Demon Souls. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm just so fucking ready for it because Demon Souls is easily my top three of the games shown in this conference. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I mean, Wenzel always been a FromSoft madman where we would party up or help each other through the games uh, through invasions. Yeah, we platinum Bloodborne. So this is going nice. to be, as long as Demon Souls is co-op, we will yeah. be happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had some stupid Demon fun adventures. Yeah, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> <laughs> What was that cannon? I'll probably play it. What? What was that cannon? What'd you say? Hmm? I'm not touching that one. Yeah, yeah. That's you. You ain't like me and Colt. We're the strong. Ugh. Oh, yeah. we, I like the pain. Yeah. It, hurts. it makes us stronger. We go on stupid, fun adventures where we die. Cool. I love it though. I love it. Even though it sounds like I don't. I really. <laughs> yeah, do I really love enjoy it. it. I'm very interested in a possible future uh, installment of AUACH where we have point counterpoint. Uh, Colton Wenzel in the favor of Dark Soul, Demon Soul type game, and Canon in the Counterpoint. So, so that that might be something we can explore in depth because there's a lot of feeling on both sides. I feel like it's waiting to come out. We'll be it a Well, month. it's like I have um I have Bloodborne. I never finished it. The only reason I got it because a friend of mine wanted to play, and we're gonna do it. We're gonna pick it up again eventually. But I I don't understand why getting your buddy into a party or lobby with you in that game has to be so goddamn difficult. I understand that completely. Light the, light I, the lantern. Put your finger up your butt. Take two left turns. Oh, there you are. Cool. Yeah, they made it a lot easier, though, in, like, uh, Dark Souls 3. In the later games, they realized we don't want them to have to find a stupid stone that you can only get in one area, and if you go past it, it's going to take a while before you can get back to it. Uh, they realize that's dumb. They just give you the item straight out, and it's a lot quicker. Uh, I don't know. I love I love Bloodborne. Like I said, me and Colt platinumed it, and we beat the DLC entirely. Well, I beat the final boss. Colt didn't. We couldn't beat mine because it was like the sixth playthrough. It, it was and that so final fucking boss hard. Was the, it was hell, and I said, "I've already got the platinum. I don't need." This. <laughs> and then, and then when he was in my world, I, I, he died halfway through the boss fight, so I had to do it all by myself for mo- for the rest of it. I was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna piss my pants." <laughs> hey, why don't we guide Cannon through Bloodborne, like we did Tanner? Hey, it's not that bad of an idea. Fucking Bloodborne rules. I play. How many people can play day. at a time? 
I think four. Really? Maybe three. Okay, I can jump on the uh, the four slot. Yeah. Pet. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I have to yeah, search that because really I don't know really know. Because I only played with Wenzel, so yeah. we'll have to play something together. Because I'm boycotting the shit out of Call of Duty right now. We still Fuck. gotta play GTA Five. Remember, I have to. I have to play with you and. Everyone. Yes. Yeah. Um. In fact, I talked to um. I talked to Shimmy nice. today. Uh. He's like, "Hey, when are, when the fuck are we gonna party up and I do have, some?" I have GTA to buy. Anymore? I have to buy GTA Five, but we'll make it happen. You can probably get it for like twenty dollars now, if I'm oh, not yeah. mistaken, online. But yeah, it'll have to be before <laughs> next Friday, probably, because after next Friday, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna be a ball of emotion. Oh, oh, oh don't oh. worry. <laughs> you and I are gonna be in the oh. same boat. Speaking of it, in an eternal loop of pain and torment, that figured very much in the plot of our next game, which is Death Loop. We saw this last year. We saw it, and uh, more footage of it this year, and that's from. Uh, Arcane Studio, in conjunction with Bethesda Softworks, with a tentative release of Holiday 2020, which stars the main character Colt in a... T- oh, I was wondering why my name was there. <laughs> I was like, why is my name there? Main man Colt, he's he's, he's locked in an uh, eternal life and death loop in, in a world where all the inhabitants are in the, live in a very decadent, high-rise city where they're all gunning for him, but he has to take down all the leaders of this city in order to break the loop and escape this eternal struggle. But all the while he's being uh, hounded by the inhabitants of the city, he's also hounded by his rival, Juliana Bridges, which is an assassin who lives and dies, loves the thrill of the chase, and he's constantly hounding down Cole. And what makes it interesting is the, is the revelation in this trailer is that Juliana Bridges is a playable character and with with PvP mode turned on, she can invade. A person playing this character can invade any game uh, the player has turned on at any Ooh. time. So, so with this revelation, I wanted to hear more about this. This is one of my favorites, and Ellie, we t- spoke earlier before the show. And this is one of your big favorites. So, would you want to start off with this conversation about Death? I'm League? super excited. It looks like um, I don't know if y'all have played We Happy Few or heard of We Happy Few. Oh, I want to. Like, yeah, I, I, I wish We Happy Few had been done a little bit better. Um, it was really buggy on yeah, release. I'm with you there. It just isn't as fun as I wanted it to be. So, like, this has the same vibe in a way of We Happy Few, and so I got really excited seeing that and be like, okay, maybe this can be what I wanted We Happy Few to be, <laughs> but it still be its own thing, of course. Um, I love the Austin Powers esque kind of like groovy looking stuff um and then like the whole um the death loop thing i didn't know about her being a playable character too that is awesome i, d- I didn't either i didn't get that at all from the trailer yes yeah, it was a separate article uh, that was released yeah um and i think they they showed that off more in the reveal last year well and also in the in the trailer too at the very end they you see um it swaps to her point of mm-hmm. view um but like it's very brief but yeah you uh she's playable but also uh, you can turn it off and uh it'll actually have an ai um or uh if you turn it if you turn it on uh it will be a combination of other players and ai so i like that it's an option and yeah yeah it's really nice because i feel like it's gonna be annoying but also kind of fun and this was because i sorry I was going to say, because uh, invasions in uh, past games, my only uh, reference for this is uh, Dark Souls. Uh, in- getting invaded in that game sucks 
huge ass, and I love the ability to turn it off, uh, but you can't do that yeah. in Dark Souls. So yeah. this is very nice. So this was this was revealed last year. What was it E three? No. Yeah. It was Bethesda's. Uh, event oh yeah, yeah. It was, but it was just uh, it was just a trailer. It wasn't even gameplay. All right. Well, <clears throat> that all being said, this was probably my favorite reveal mm-hmm. of the show. I am super excited. This is where I'm kind of a hypocrite when it comes to the whole, you know, the whole Dark Souls, you know, Bloodborne kind of situation. A little bit of a hypocrite there because this game kind of reminds me a little bit of. First of all, I want to go ahead and say the whole like grindhouse aesthetic of it. I fucking dig it. I really like it. And going back, it reminds me of it looks like it's going to is it's not necessarily going to play like Dead Cells, but the the concept is kind of like Dead Cells where when you die, you come back like like a little bit stronger, like you have better weapons or the ability to get better weapons um so on and so forth. And because I like Dead Cells, and I also really liked the Hotline Miami games. Because in those games, you get shot fucking once. You're going all the way back to the beginning of the level. Fuck. Yep. Yeah. And, and um, but I am super excited for this game. Uh, the, the art style, uh, the, the concept is like, oh, well, you just died. You got to come mm-hmm. back with the information you have now better than ever. And... I'm I'm pumped. This is it says holiday 2020. Yeah, this this is definitely this is probably going to be one of my first PS5 purchases for sure. Um, yeah. I was really excited for this game before I even knew my <laughs> name was in the game. Now I Dude, want it even more. Playing the Last of Us. It's it's my name is also Ellie, so it's very exciting to have your name in the game. Oh, man. It's, it's super fun. I mean, as long in the Last of Us Two, whenever I get to play it, as long as I don't decapitate a person named Cole, I'll <laughs> be <fair>. fuck. <laughs> Going off uh, topic here, but uh, last night was the first time I have ever pre-ordered a game from the PlayStation mm-hmm. Store, and the fact that the game is pretty much loaded—it's just not going to unlock until next oh. Friday. I'm, I am literally ready Dude. now. It should be there, just waiting. The clock, the clock is fucking if- ticking. It's a good system, Canon. Me and Wenzel have been pre-ordering games digitally for six years now, and it's so nice. As soon as I clock it to 11, it to jump right in. Oh, yeah, man. almost wish um, I had that instead of the, the collector's edition coming, but it's I'm, I'm happy to wait for the collector's edition. Oh, yeah, you're getting the cool yeah. stuff, I was actually so. torn. I was like, damn it, I, 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 did, I do want the physical copy, but at the same time, I was like, you know what? I do this, it's going to be right yeah, there. Exactly. So, fuck it. I'm going for it. Yeah. Also, it's important to remember that it is a first-party Sony game, so there's going to be so many copies printed. Oh, you'll probably be able to yeah. get it for dirt cheap for sure. in like two years. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, Deathloop, though, made by the same people who made Dishonored, so fuck yeah. I could kind of tell. It plays amazing already. And like... Just the different weapons you used in that trailer alone had me pretty stoked. Yeah. Um, also, and powers too. Holy shit! You have fucking powers. Yeah. Something. Something that was cool about Deathloop Two that I read that like, um, you you have to hunt down eight targets, of course. But if you don't hunt them down before the day ends, then the cycle restarts. Ooh. So that will be interesting. Yeah. Because Majora's Mask. Pretty yeah. Much. So I'm really I'm really excited. It's for this. a really yeah. cool concept. Same here. Moving right along to, to the next game, we have probably one of the biggest reviews of the night. We have Resident Evil 8 Village. 
And this comes on the heels of a, a lot of rumor about Resident Evil being the next Resident Evil being the, about sort of village sense. And seeing from the trailer, we have this very sort of European and very atmospheric. And a little bit of information that we have, it's more uh, action oriented. There aren't there are no low time. But it takes place uh, a certain amount of time after seven, and you play as Ethan from the previous Final Fantasy. Excuse me. Fantasy. Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> Total so that's about to get really hyped. Yeah. Well, well, we will say there just seem to be more fantastical elements in this new uh, Resident Evil game. With we have like werewolves and witches, and this seems like, uh, as seven was a big jump from what we knew from Resident Evil. Eight seems to be continuing that trend. So, what do we think of the newest installment of the Resident Evil franchise? Me, I'm hyped. Me and Colt, we uh, a month ago. I remember uh, I looked at a leak um, of of or a rumor of some of the content that was in it, and I remember sending it to Cole, and we were both like, "Oh my god, if this is true, it has to it has to be like this is going to be awesome." And then we and then we got it, the announcement, and it was literally what was in the rumor. Holy fucking shit! So excited. Um, Resident Evil Seven was so freaking amazing. <laughs> the only thing about Resident Evil 7 that I didn't like was baby boy bullshit dumb doo-doo head Chris. That Chris was the most boring, uh, just generic white guy looking dude. And I'm so, so glad we got buff, angry uh, Chris back. And he's saying, Ethan, I have to kill your wife because I need you to help me make Leon get my sister pregnant because that's all okay. I want. Uh, this, Sorry, for this, reference, wait, wait, wait. this is a side joke. If you don't understand, I'm sorry. This is a tiny side joke. Uh, okay. For reference... Because at first I thought you a, were uh, spoiling the shit out of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. This is a joke that me and Colt have have been uh doing for a long time ever since our pl- it's a it's a meme pretty yeah. much because a lot of people are on twitter and all these other places talk about how uh leon please please i'm begging you please i need to continue the redfield bloodline <laughs> fuck my sister please <laughs> leon please but uh but with this now he's begging ethan uh but that's why he kills his girlfriend he took it a little too far i'll say that <laughs> man you know, in the thing, I, uh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that, uh, just watching the trailer for Resident Evil 8, it's given me a lot of flashbacks to 4. Oh, oh yeah. Just sort Especially of like the, the European village yeah. into the castle stuff, which I, Resident Evil 4 is one of my favorite games of all time. So I'm just like, fuck yes. Uh, I'm super. Excited. If we get to see Leon in this game. I will be so, so happy. I want to see him say, uh, it feels weird to be in this situation again, where he's in a weird European village. It's like, oh shit, just, here we go again. Yes. Also, just to see a Leon in his 40s, ooh, I want that. I just want to see oh, that. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, also there is a, man, there's, they dropped so much, like, we still don't know much, but they dropped so much stuff from like screenshots in the trailer. Uh, somebody pointed out that uh, the currency is a, uh, this currency called Lei, Lee. I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but uh, people uh, are speculating that this takes place in the Transylvania, Romania area. I think, ooh, because that's the currency there. So Romania makes sense, mm. Eastern European. Um, and it was funny because there were actually people complaining about uh, 
Resident Evil 8 getting kind of silly with werewolves. Like, that's too far of a jump. Like, bitch, there oh, were... Piss have off. you not played past entries? <laughs> Do you were not remember... Giant spiders? Anything? <laughs> giant spiders? Yeah, and giant snakes, and there's a shark at one point, like... What the fuck do you... And that's all, like, in the first game. <laughs> like, what the fuck do you want? Like, it just... It doesn't... I don't know about... I don't know. That that was just a little tangent that we've I've seen of people. Uh, and Colt, Colt also told me about. But, um... Oh, my God. Like, no, it just seems so, like... That... Just that folky... We still get that folky kind of uh, supernatural horror, just mm-hmm. like kind of in... Res- it was sort of in Resident Evil 7, but now we get in here with werewolves and witches... Mm-hmm. Oh man, I love it. And that key art with the fetus. I don't know what it means. Not not to be a nitpicky asshole here. I mean, given, you know, this world is, you know, zombies, werewolves, giant spiders, all that shit. The the one thing that was the most unbelievable to me was that part in the trailer where uh, the main character pulls back the blinds and that motherfucker just blasts a shotgun and misses. Right? Yeah, I was yeah. a little confused at that. I was like uh oh! What? <laughs> like it was like a Pulp Fiction scenario where it was like divine intervention or some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it looks. That barrel cool. was pointed right at his body. Yes. Like just, the flash alone, I was just like, okay, that wasn't going sideways. That wasn't left or right, up or down. That was going straight for some nog right then and there. No, uh, Ethan's head is slightly to the right. And super yes. tiny. <laughs> <laughs> That's why his hands but, look the way they do. Like that's why we see them the way. Not because you know it's first person, but because his head's just really you know small, and he has bulbous eyes. I, I'll just say it looks like we're gonna have to finish our our family playthrough of seven. Cause yeah. Jesus Christ, that game does not pull any punches. We were literally like every time we died, pass the controller to the next person, and I'm just like, well, fuck, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, we'll say this. The game is challenging in itself, but also we were. Piss drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that might have had something to do with it. Yeah. You know, you know that reminds me too. Um, me and Colt were talking about um, supernat- the supernatural element in this game, and I said that it was there, and then Colt said that it was, you know, it was sort of in there, or it's never really been out of there. But then I just remembered from the fucking teaser, uh, the the playable teaser demo that you could play for Resident Evil Seven. I just remembered some of the supernatural shit in there, and now I'm kind of creeped out but excited. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, in the teaser, when you played it, um, every time uh, if you restarted it repl- or replayed it, um, you could capture in different parts of the of the demo um, a ghost girl watching you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ooh. Oh. And it was like, it was some of the creepiest uh, shit. I remember I, I got, um, I don't know if I have it anymore. I got like, I think I was able to find her twice in different two different places. And that's all the footage I could uh, I could get because like it was like it was uh, it was rare pretty much. Wow, I didn't know that changed. I saw her a couple of times, but but I mean that like but that like that also you know could be hallucinations, but still like just that element is nice. Yeah, don't say too much. Scary. I, I just don't want it to be spoiled for them. So we're definitely gonna pick up with Final Fantasy VII within the household. We you might mean, even you mean Resident <laughs> Evil Seven? <laughs> Resident Evil Seven. Definitely if we pick that up, that's a lot of fun. And I'm, we'll uh, we'll have a little bit more to look into about Resident Evil Eight because we're expecting more information to come out uh, this August. So the even more sort of the wet our whistle until this comes out, uh, presumably next year in 2021. And yeah. moving to another Capcom developed game, we have Pragmata. 
which is it seems to be a very interesting abstract sci-fi adventure game evolving what seems to be a astronaut traveling a post-apocalyptic world trying to rescue a young girl who doesn't seem to be quite human and trying to combat the forces that are far beyond human understanding. What do we think of Pragmata? Someone hacked <laughs> into my brain and said, what does Colt love? And they took every single thing that I love and they put it into one three-minute trailer. And I, I just want to play this so bad. There's no gameplay. It's just a really, really beautiful uh, trailer with a guy that looks a lot like Ludens from uh, Kojima Productions. But, um, so at first I thought it was Death Stranding 2, but it's not, obviously. That, holy shit, this game looks stunning. I want to know more about yes. that ghost cat and this little girl with the 3D printing uh, hacking powers. I, everything about this. It is made for me. They said, all right, we're only going to release one copy. We're giving it to Colt, and that's his birthday. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> um, it kind of reminds me of a cross, like you said, Colt, with uh, like a, something with Kojima, but also like Binary Domain. Um, that was a game made by Sega uh, several years ago for the uh, last um, generation before uh, Xbox and PS3. Um yeah, it was like the brink of the PS3. Yeah, uh, I, I never got to play it, but ah, man, I just still, it just, the vibes, like, it just seems so, like, uh, desolate, you know, um, and, like, there's something, like, with machines, I don't know, it just, I really, I'm really, I want to know more, and, but I was going to say, though, didn't they, didn't uh, the, the presser or the conference say that, like, um, everything at this point is, like, in, uh, it's captured in PlayStation 5? I think so. So, that was, like, in-game. I want to I want to think. Um but yeah, it... or it's not like a FMV where it's already pre-recorded and it's you don't have to worry about it causing any uh issues with the hardware or having any stuttering. It was uh just all in-game motion which was really really yeah. pretty. Um yeah, it looks looks really interesting. Give me gameplay now, please. Can I play as the cat in this one? <laughs> it's a special <laughs> game mode. The cat from Stray teaming up with the cat from Pragmata. <laughs> there we go. Tag team champions. Moving along to our final game of the presentation, that's the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. That's Horizon 2, The Forbidden West. It sees the return of the main character exploring her world with even more uh, robotic animals. But it seems this time she's encountering a sort of a virulent global disease that seems to be destroying the uh, the wildlife that's left of the world. And this is probably one of the, the, the biggest games in the conference in terms, just terms of look, in terms of style, and like just sort of, I guess, power of what the console can show. And the Horizon Zero Dawn was a big game that you know, a lot of people were very fond of. So what do we think of this final game in our presentation? It's beautiful. It looks like a next-gen game. I feel like this is something that they wanted to show to say this is the baseline for what you should expect for as in quality from us going into this next generation. But that, it's not just this game. It was all the games shown at this. But this one, I feel it was there like, yeah, you like that? Yeah, you do like that. <laughs> uh, um. Giant robot snapping turtle. I'm in. Um, 
I love that baby. Man, it looks so, so cool. Much. And then the robot war elephants. Oh, like, yeah. I I played like several hours of the first one. Didn't finish it. I need to go back. I, I remember me and Cole. I told Cole I'm gonna platinum it. That was like years ago. <laughs> so I did. Yeah, I platinumed it because I was a, a real gamer. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, so. fair. Um. Ah oh, man, I need to play it. Watching that made me want to go go and finish it because Jesus, it looks so pretty, and you're going like a lot more, lot more um, diversity in location. Ooh. Yeah, I'm doing myself a dis- a disservice by owning the first one and still haven't beaten it because like open world sandbox games are my bread and butter. I remember starting it and just again, I have a bad habit of starting games and not finishing them. Um, that was the one upside to the quarantine, I suppose, because I ended up beating so many games that I started and never mm-hmm. finished. But oh, um, I, it, it looks great. I need to finish the first one so I can be ready for Same. this one. I, I've started it and um, really do want to keep finishing it. Um, it's just finding finding the time. But again, like you said, quarantine was good for that. But I, I'm really excited about it. It looked gorgeous. And like, this is a weird thing to say, but the virus looked really cool. Like whatever it was that was taking over everything looked kind of cool. And like, reminded me of Breath of the Wild with uh, like the the red, that red color taking every, over everything. Yeah. It's similar in the story. You learn about what it is in the, at, towards mm-hmm. the end of the first game. Oh, wow. Spoiler cult. <laughs> oh yeah, in the in the first game, Aloy survives to the what? Scene. Whoa. Crazy. Who's man. that? Uh, 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 you, <laughs> did you start? <laughs> I did want to say I think the PlayStation Five is is going to be a big year for uh, women with uh, bows and arrows because mm, yeah, that was a big theme throughout the series. We have uh, Horizon, we have the Pathless, we have uh, Kena. So if there's like an Avengers crossover with all the Archer girls in the game, I think it'd be fun. And they have uh, Ellie from The Last of Us too. So like Archer girls unite. I'm fucking down, man. Oh, fuck. I, I really have yeah. been wanting to learn archery. Actually, Lucas and I have been talking about it. I really want to learn archery, so I guess I need to get ready for my uh, PS5 game. Oh, man. <laughs> Shooting a bow is real yeah. fun. It, it, it is until you smack the shit out of your forearm with the the yeah. string and you have a giant bruise for Boy. weeks. Yeah. yeah. It's not like I've ever had right. that happen before, though. No, you just, yeah. I mean, you need to get a good bow. That My bow did the same thing. Um, so well, it, it, that was just got, me b- it's being stupid and, it and not holding it right. Well, no, fuck. No. Uh, you don't fuck you, Colt. <laughs> It just means you suck at using a bow and arrow. Yeah, whatever. I'm sorry. Now that we've run through all the games in the conference, I think it's time for us to give our our favorites of the of the conference. And personally, uh, my top three would be uh, Solar Ass because I just love the aesthetic. I love how just just gorgeous and fluid the sort of adventure uh, aspect of the is That and uh, another one would be Ratchet and Clank ripped apart. I've been being fed of Ratchet Clank since way back in the early 2000s, and seeing it have a new life in the PlayStation has me very excited. And probably my final game that I'm excited for would be Kena Bridge of Spirits. It just has a, just a lush, just sort of just optimistic exploration aspect of the game, and just sort of combined with you being very in tune with the natural and spiritual elements of the world with the sort of the soot sprites. 
I think I'm, those are my big three for this console, and I'm very interested to see what the panel has for their favorites. So how about we break it down like this? We have, we'll go with Jonathan Cannon, Colt Wenzel, and then we'll tap it off with Ellie. So, Jonathan, tell us your top three for the PlayStation 5 conference. All right. Uh, pro- number three, definitely Deathloop. Uh, Death I really love the grind grindhouse aesthetic. It just looks really fucking fun. Uh, Resident Evil 8, of course, that game is going to be fucking great. And Kena, because, goddamn, if a trailer can make me cry, hopefully this game will be great. It's cute as shit. Um, starting at number three would have to be uh, Returnal. Because, again, I will try out just just about any house marquee game, and this looks like it's going to play differently than all the other games that they've uh, created in the past. Uh, number two would have to be Godfall. And uh, number one is Deathloop. I cannot fucking wait for Deathloop. Uh, going into this, I just want to say... Only two of these games I'm not going to get. I'm not going to get NBA or Gran Turismo. I'm going to get all of these other games at some point in time. But for my number three is uh, it's got to go to Demon Souls. Because I love the Souls series, so give me that game. Give me, give me, give me. Uh, second would go to uh, Pragmata. Even though I hyped it up, it is really cool. But we didn't see any gameplay, so it's number two. And number one is Resident Evil 8, because uh, I love Buff Chris, and I just want uh, him to punch more rocks in front of me. Yes. Um, For me, number three has to be uh, Horizon 2, Forbidden West. Uh, Number two would be Goodbye, Volcano High, and number one would have to be Demon Souls. Nice. Um, So for me, I think uh, my number three is probably... um, what is it? A uh, little devil inside. Uh, it looks like it's just going to be a lot of fun, and the art style is gorgeous. Um, two is Stray because cats, and um, <laughs> Deathloop is my my top one. It, it's the one that I got like I got super excited and was I'm just super fucking down. I can't wait for that one to come out. So I think it's time we get down to the the final installment of the episode. And that's actually talk about the PlayStation 5 itself. Because at the very end of the trailer, we got the, the first official look of the console. I want to hear what your versions, what excuse me, what your opinions are of the panel. Because it's, 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 it's received a lot of divisive opinions online. Because it comes, it comes, it has a start new design with two different versions. One with, with, the, with the external disk drive, one with the completely digital version. And with it being such a drastic difference in sort of design for what the PlayStation we can do so far, I want to hear what the panel has to say. When it comes to the PS5, I honestly had no clue where they were wanting to go. But, like, looking at past consoles and then comparing it to this one, I realized that I think they're just making them or modeling them after real buildings. This (laughs) console looks like a very expensive and beautiful skyscraper. And I think it really, I think it's a skyscraper in China that it's based on. So personally, I'm a huge fan. I love uh, the way it looks. I think the uh, digital only one looks better personally because the, I don't like the way the disc drive uh, juts out a little bit, but that's just a tiny detail. I'm going to get the disc drive one still, but 
I, I all around, I think the PlayStation Five looks really cool, and I love it. Personally, yeah. the memes are the best. No, you go ahead. I love the memes that we're seeing of, like, I've seen one with, like... <laughs> I was just about like, to say Sean's that. Like, eye at the top, and, like, someone made it into um, Evie from Wally, and, like, I mean, just, like, all different kinds of memes. That's that's my favorite part of the PS5 so far. Um, but it looks really cool. Yeah, especially the Kaiba memes. But it, it looks really cool, and I think that it's really neat they're doing a digital-only version. I mean, I'm still... If I ever get it, it would I would definitely get the disc drive as well. But I think it's neat to have the digital only version. Okay, so um, I, after seeing the reveal that there was going to be a disc version and a digital version, I, I made, I made the decision a couple of months ago when you know the PS5 comes out, I'm just going to get digital games because. I'm tired of having to install the game and the disc is pretty much just a key at this point. But I did not know that the disc drive was an Ultra HD (laughs) Blu-ray disc drive. So it would also double as an Ultra HD Blu-ray player. So fuck, (laughs) now I have some decisions to make. Granted, I don't don't have a TV uh, good enough to do that yet, although that's going to be a future purchase. So fuck. I might have to get this, the disk drive. There's now. one important thing you got to take into account for that disk drive. We don't know anything about backwards compatibility yet. Yeah. But PlayStation 4 games could totally be backwards compatible. And I fear that if you get the digital version only, that you probably won't be able to get the physical PS4 games you have uh, backwards compatible unless you buy them yeah, I, through the PlayStation Store. I have thought about that. But also, I don't plan on getting rid of my PS4. I still have my P- my PS3. <laughs> yeah, Me I mean, I'm going to keep my consoles. I just, I want to move them away from my, uh, where my TV's at so I can have room. Because yeah. I put my PlayStation 3 in a different spot. My I plan to put my PS4 in a, probably under my bed it's just to have it. Because yeah. I'm never, ever getting rid of any console that I have. I am a hoarder of my consoles. But uh, as... Uh, going with the look of the console, I think it's definitely unique. I really like the design. It's definitely straying from the um, the path of like older, just straight up, just blocks. And um, and yes, as as the memes have said, it does look like a, a Wi-Fi router. Granted, I'm trying. I think I saw a, a size comparison. Like it was like the PS4, um, and then the PS5 was next to it. If if that was true, then damn, this is going to be a honking ass yeah. console. Oh, it's huge! Oh, we got a Darwin cameo. <gasps> Hi, Darwin. What do you think of the PlayStation Five, Darwin, Darwin? What do you think of the PS Five, dude? He's gone. Aww, he doesn't like it. Gone. Clearly, <laughs> he's on Xbox One Series X mm-hmm. or Xbox Series X. <laughs> you get into the refrigerator, Darwin. He thinks there's food yeah. in there. Hey. Uh, but I, I don't know, I. I don't know if I want the white one or the black one. If they came out with like a, a black and green one, granted, I know that's like Xbox territory, but still, I like green, I like black. That'd be good. I saw that they had a Spider-Man edition coming out. Um, I so. saw. I just saw a picture of one that was uh, black and red. I'm down yeah. for that. Yeah. I think those are all just like fan yeah, I renditions. Think so. I think the only one that's confirmed is the white one really like i'd love to have an all black one but 
Uh, I'll take what yeah. I need. And I'm also hearing that makes me excited that they have they have um, taken extra extra steps to make sure that the cooling fan is not going to sound like a Thank jet God. engine when you turn it on. <laughs> yeah. Because I will never forget, like one of the first games I got for my PS4 was Infamous Second Son, and Jesus Christ, I thought my PlayStation was broken when I booted this game up. He was just like, <laughs> but oh, man, that's that's going to be nice. I don't. I don't want it to like fly off into the ceiling. Like I'm worried when I boot up The Last of Us Two, like my PlayStation Four is just going to explode. I still have the the day one, got it at midnight PlayStation Four. Oh, I'm wow. with you. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I there's sometimes I'll be playing a game and all of a sudden I'm like, is there a jet engine? What is happening? Like why why do you do this? Also, if you have it in a tiny room like the room I am in right now, it makes the room's temperature rise by six degrees. So yeah, I believe it'd that. be nice to have a cooler console. Yeah, yeah. And our rooms are already hot, so I, I feel that 100. percent Um, the I think design is great. When I first saw it, I was like, I don't know. And then I got used to. It. I was like, you know what? Fuck yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. I could see this it's got in my the room. Collar popped. It's ready to party. <laughs> yeah. So fuck. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm gonna say this uh, because everybody uh, except for Cannon and Ellie, fuck Tanner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait a what happened now? Because he was like, oh, it looks like a. I mean, it does look like a router, but like, what console doesn't look like vertically? A router, if you like think about it, <laughs> like vertically. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I just I don't know. Uh, he can go. I don't know. Eat shit. Sit and spin, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I'm really excited for it. It's just that, uh, like Canon said, I'm going to have to buy a new TV. Um, yeah. So that's something. I'm going to have to, like, kind of rethink my entire, like, entertainment, like, section now. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited for it. I'm, I'm going to more than likely get the the one with the disk drive. Like I said, different TV, so... Um, yeah, yes, I want it now. Well, not now. I don't. <laughs> let me. Uh, I don't have the money. Let me. Not let yet. me save please, up the money. Give me, uh, give me a price, please. I don't, I don't think <laughs> oh, I want it. Oh yeah, I will say thanks to the fucking um, the massive boost in unemployment that we got and the stimulus check. If this motherfucker was out now, I would probably get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of price, uh, we went through a price speculation last the other day. And I want to get a, a quote from Ellie. How much do you think the PlayStation 5 will cost at mm-hmm. launch? At least your firstborn child and maybe a <laughs> um, Legitimately, at, at launch, oh, God, I mean, like, my gut says 500, but 4 yeah. maybe? I don't know, man. Too much for me. Candy, what was, what was your uh, proposed price? Well... Uh, now that I think about it, I mean, I I went with uh, five fifty originally, but now that I think about it, I think uh, like most console releases have been just like a flat, you know, like three four hundred. They've yeah. never really they've had a nice even number, but I, just to be safe, I went with five fifty. I would love for it to be four hundred dollars. God damn it! If it is four hundred dollars. I want to say uh, they've learned from their mistakes way back when they unveiled the PS3 with the six hundred dollar fucking God. price tag. Yeah, five hundred and ninety nine US dollars. I know the cadence and everything. And um, I, I'm I'm just gonna say five fifty and give me a nice little buffer. 
all that controller is sexy as fuck. Oh, that was one of the big things that was absent from this conference. We still don't know the price of the PlayStation 5. So will we have a little bit more to determine how much that would be. So I guess it gives us time to bolster our bank accounts until whatever that day is and, and uh, at the end of the year when this Tower of Sauron <laughs> console comes out. <laughs> Please rule me, PlayStation 5. I will give you my life. Yeah. The one console to rule the all. But will you give him your ring? So, so uh, that's sort of the heads and tails of the PlayStation 5 conference. Uh, we got through all the games. We talked about the console itself. And I think suffice to say, whenever we get it, we are very excited to play all of these games and to see what the PlayStation 5 has in store. So thank you all for joining us today. Thank you so much for Ellie for joining us today. Before we get into our plugs, I want to give a moment just to talk about your plugs. So where can everyone find you? What, where Socials, uh, Twitch, and everything. Where can, where can people follow you um, at? So you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Twitch. It's all conveniently the same name, which is songbirde108. Um, and I usually post my streaming schedule on Twitter, uh, and also sometimes on Instagram. So, yeah, that's where you can find me. Thank you very much. Uh, Ellie is a, is a sweetheart, a wonderful personality, one, a, a dear friend of ours. And uh, you'll do yourself a great favor by going and checking out all of her creative sources. She's just a wonderful person, a great personality with a with a growing Twitch audience. That I think you'll be well worth your time to check her out. And also, round of applause for Ellie. Podcast debut Yay! today. It's so much fun. I really, I really enjoyed it. So thank you for yeah, coming thank on you. as well. Yeah, hundred percent. And if all works out, we'll be hearing from Ellie and the future installment AYCH. So until that time, once again, thank you all for listening. You can follow us on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Overcast, and any RSSB catcher. We're out there. Please be sure to like, rate, review, subscribe on all those platforms. It really helps us out. This helps to be seen by more people and sort of share our banter with the rest of the world. You can follow us on our socials at AYCH Podcast on Twitter. You can follow us on AYCH Podcast on Instagram. You can follow us on All You Can Hear on Letterboxd and Facebook, twitch.tv slash All You Can Hear. We stream it from time to time, and all our VODs can be found at All You Can Hear on YouTube. You can follow me, Patrick, on Twitter and Instagram at John Lusson's name and follow my art on Facebook. At John Luss's name, Art. All right, my name is Jonathan. You can follow me on Twitter at J O N I I B O I 24 and John Odinson 12 on Letterboxd to hear my pretentious view on movies. I am that canon guy on Twitter. I'm also that canon guy on Letterboxd. And I'm sorry, I really should have said this earlier, but I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer. But I have to say, rest in peace. Mel Winkler, who was the voice of Aku Aku in the Crash Bandicoot games. Uh, Liz told me this last night, and I legit teared up. I have that mask tattooed on my leg. That was very sad news. But, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just had to say it. Uh, well, way to make me feel bad, <laughs> uh, yeah, follow that. Well, my name's Colt. Uh, uh, my name's Colt. Follow me on Twitter at ColtD00. I, uh... I hope you have a good day. I've, this made this whole event made me really happy. This is the time that I'm usually hanging out with my friends. This is a huge important time personally, and just couldn't do it this time. We couldn't hang out like we usually do, and uh, I, I feel like it's important if you can't meet up together in person, just get, get on Discord, do something over Discord or PlayStation Party, whatever you want. Just don't get together. Uh, I, just try to have some fun in this time. 
Um, thank you for listening. I'm Winslow. You can follow me on Twitter uh, at Winslow. You can follow my art Instagram at World of Winslow. Um, like Colt said, we are still in a pandemic, so please, please, please stay inside. Don't go out unless you have to. Um, and also, uh, if you if you can, please check out our uh, last week's episode where we provide uh, Black Lives Matter uh, resources. Um, there's still um, a lot going on with that. That hasn't died down. So please, please share, uh, retweet, donate, um, sign petitions. Uh, we have a Google Doc for stuff for all of that. So please go check it out. Um, thank you. To Winslow's point, we will update the Black Lives Matter resources as, as time goes on. There will be new petitions, new links for that. So if you have the money to spare, have the time to spare, please look into that because on top of the pandemic, there's a lot of people fighting for their right to exist in the world that unfortunately does not value them as much as they should be. And we just want to show our continued support for that movement, for Black Lives Matter and other organizations like that with sort of our monetary time, with just our airtime, and to show how important that is to us. So we will have a continued updated present on our BLM uh, links doc. So just keep an eye on that. Well, that will be in the description of this episode. Until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.